Welcome to the Cloud of Dust podcast powered by Unscripted. Every Thursday, we will catch up with Coach Scully, key players, and discuss the game ahead. The Unscripted Collective is proud to support Davidson Athletics. For more information about all that we offer, visit myunscripted.com. Now here's the host of the Cloud of Dust podcast, Aaron Conrad. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Cloud of Dust podcast, week five. Week five, it's it's flying by. Week five of the podcast, week four of the season. Coach, how you doing? Doing well, man. How about you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. We are back. It, it feels like these are coming faster and faster. The weeks are moving fast. Uh, all right, so let's let's start at the very beginning. And uh, yep. you guys, two and one. So let's recap, as always, uh, game versus Northmount on Friday. Northmont, Northmount, Northmont, Northmont. Yeah, Clayton Northmont, <laughs> Clayton Northmont. There you go. Uh, tough one, and and, and I'll, I'll tell you as always. Uh, the the fan side, me sitting in the bleacher side, that team came out and they were big and they were fast, and I I I was amazed right away. I was like, this is going to be a ball game because these guys are really good, and so I think let's you know. I'll say it for you, I guess. Let's let's start off by giving them credit. They're a very good team. Yeah, very very good team. Very very talented team, but a very very well coached team in all three phases. Which is, you know, I, I felt like that's what I that's what I saw on film, and then uh, certainly had a front row seat to to see it. You know, last Friday night. But very good team, very talented team. But but a, uh, you know maybe sometimes an overlooked aspect uh, is how well coached they are. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you, so they were physical. They, they, they were just, they had size. I mean, the lot, both offensive and defensive line were very, there were some very large players. Yeah. <laughs> they were, they were yeah, they really, had, uh, really big. Yeah. They had, you know, just to give perspective, um, you know, they have two, uh, two defensive tackles, and uh, one young man uh, is 340 pounds yeah. and can move. I yeah. mean, I mean, he can absolutely move and he can play and you know plays violently, plays well with his hands. And then uh, their other <clears throat> other defensive tackle, he was a mere, you know, 285. So, uh, yeah, they were, you know, just, you know, that, uh, at some points, physics is, a, is an aspect of, of the game. Right. Sure. <laughs> and, sure. Uh, and yeah, and you know they weren't just big bodies; they were just super, you know, mean and tough and nasty and physical, and you know played well with their hands. Just again, that kind of goes back to how well how well coached they are. Yes, they're talented, but they're also very, very well coached. And they have multiple players that have Division One offers or have committed to Division One. Is that correct? That's correct. So, so this is uh, uh, kind of a funny aside uh, in in the game. So our our safeties coach this year. Uh, Donnie Nicky, and he, he's, if he listens to this, I don't know, but he's going to be mad if I even say anything about it. But, you know, he's a, a Jonathan Alder guy and went to Ohio State and started at safety on their 2002 national championship team and then played eight years in the NFL and was a captain in the NFL for, for the Titans. And this does not make you feel real good during the game when um, one of their receivers catches a, you know, catches a ball on our sideline. Our kid shoves him out of bounds and he looks at me and he goes, holy smokes, coach. He looks like an NFL wide receiver, yeah, right? And, and, and when it's coming from someone who played in that league for eight years, yeah. it, you know it it holds holds some credibility. And and that was you know maybe shoot their second offensive play, so so right. you kind of get a little bit of a pit in your stomach, and you're like, holy smokes, yeah, these guys are. I mean, there's talent, and then there's different talent, and then these guys were different talent. They yeah. were they were 
incredibly, incredibly talented. And had a little bit of a chip on their shoulder. I mean, if we're honest, they had a little chip on their shoulder. They did some chair. I, I, I was joking with the people I was sitting with. I was like, I might text coach here at halftime and let him know what they did when they came off the field at halftime because they were chirping at our, our stands. And, and, and again, no, no disrespect. They were having a good time, and they but they sure. played with a little chip. They played with a little edge, and I think they yeah. really wanted to, uh, to win the game. And then I think over the weekend, and again, this is nothing to do with the game, but uh, my daughter said on social media, somewhere i think she showed me a video where they were standing on the field celebrating so this this was a big game for them um yeah and and they brought it so good credit to them no doubt and you know they're coming off a three and seven season uh and so you know they do have a chip on their shoulder Mm -hmm. uh which i i think you exactly what you're alluding to uh you could see it on film as well um as far as you know uh, some someone stopped me in the hallway today actually at school and said, Hey coach, did, did you see, you know, the uh, video that Northmont posted? And I mean, I, it's just one in, in one ear and out the other for right. me personally. And, right. You know, it's like the only way to shut people up is to beat them, you know, right. and right. they, they earned it and they thumped us and you know, it, it, um, it is what it is in my opinion. It just is what it is. Uh, but yeah, they're, they're, they're going to win a lot of ball games. I think. Absolutely. And and I will give them credit as well, because although there was chirping, although there was videos, whatever else, you know, their guys, I noticed a lot of guys patting guys on helmets, you know, uh, from, from Davidson, you know, after a tackle, after a play yeah. out of bounds, whatever it might be, uh, guys helping guys up. There, there was mutual respect between the white lines, you know, and then they got to For celebrate sure. after the game because they got the W and, and literally, like, yeah. seriously, congratulations to them. They played a great game and they have a lot of talent and multiple guys that are going to play at the next level. It is what it is, right? And so here's what I want to ask you, coach. Um, you know, you got to get, so listen, we talked about the size, right? So if, how do you engage your team, uh, or your players, um, or how do your other coaches, you know, if I go out there and I'm looking at a guy that's, I think you said three plus, right? (laughs) 300 plus, man, I, I, you know, how, and there's, obviously there's the competitor, there's all those things, but at the end of the day, as you said, there's, there's other elements involved. How do you keep your team engaged? You know, when things are happening in the game, how, when, when they're clearly, um, cause I'll give, uh, let me say this too. I'll give, I'll give your players credit. They fought, they fought, yep. they did not give up. They did not quit. I did not see bad body language. I saw guys leaving everything on the field, and quite frankly, they were just a better team. I mean, and I sure. can say that because, you know, I get to say that. But that's what I saw and witnessed. But I did not witness any quit in your team. So where does that come from? Like, how do you coach guys up when they know across the ball for me as a guy that is twice my size? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. And I think probably the best answer I would have for you is, you know, it kind of comes down to like what your sound bites are. Like mm-hmm. as a coach, and mm-hmm. I'll give you an example. You know, in our program, we'll say we'll say a lot. Like effort alone can win you games. Like that's a sound bite that our kids hear on a daily basis. Um, and and when it's you know when it's overwhelming, like it was, um, you know, last Friday at, yeah. at times. I think you just got to keep your sound bites very simple and use the same sound bite, right? The same sound bite is, Hey guys, listen, it, it, okay. So it is what it is, but, but remember effort alone can win you games, effort mm-hmm. alone can win you games. And I think if they hear those sound bites on, Hey guys, your first two steps are critical. Your, your pad level critical, your hand placement critical. That's what they hear Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. They should, they should also hear that 
on Friday. And they should also hear that again when you're watching the film with them on, on Saturday. So I just think like a consistent message, whatever a coach's message is, I know our program's sound bites. Uh, and I think if you deviate from, from who you are when things are maybe not going your way, I, th- I think kids are really smart. And I think that, that they can, you know, kind of sniff that out. So we just try to have a consistent message. You know, this is who we are and we take pride in, in our effort and technique. And whether, whether we're up 31, nothing or we're down 31, nothing, those are the sound bites that, that, you know, I want uh, our players to just consistently hear. I love that because the reality is, you know, in the moment, and I'm sure I'm, I'm preaching to the choir. Uh, I've been, you know, coach, uh, I've coached basketball games before where you want to fix everything in the moment and you can't like if we didn't practice it during the week, as to your point, if we didn't discuss and work on those things during the week, I'm not going to fix that in a timeout. What I might be able to yeah. just give everybody a breather, let them, you know, catch up, catch up a little bit. And I might do some, you know, you might be able to tweak here or there, but, but at the end of the day, if we haven't worked on it this week, we're not going to be able to fix it right now. But we just got to go sure. out and do our best. And so credit to your team, because what I saw was guys, I saw guys limping off the field, like literally your team left it all out there. They didn't give up. They didn't quit. And I didn't see bad body language personally from where yeah. I was sitting. Yeah. And we, yeah, I think we talked maybe a, a week or, or two ago, you know, about, you know, in the moment it feels one way and then you get a chance to evaluate the film and maybe you yeah. feel a little bit different, right? The old adage of, you know, never as good as it seems, never as bad as it seems. Yep. And the reality is, you know, when we watched the game and it maybe didn't feel like this uh, that night, we, we really didn't play that bad. We just played really, really bad on six plays Yeah, as I was counting them. I mean, we, we played really bad on six plays. Well, the, you know, the, the evil side of our game is you never know when those plays are going to, happen mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and so we played really poorly on six and it just so happened to be you know six plays that i think really um you know affected the 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 outcome the final outcome of the game so so it you know they they snapped the ball 53 times on offense and we snapped it 53 times you know on offense so wow. it, it was it came down to six plays you it know didn't so feel that way it didn't being, feel that way point being we well, actually, yeah, yeah, it's and right feelings will lie to you sometimes. Right, and, it's absolutely. And it, just, it just you know you as a coach you have to you know kind of push pause and go back and watch the tape and you know get get things corrected. Obviously, that's that's our our job to get them corrected. But the reality is, um, we didn't play that. We really didn't play that that poorly, but we did play really, really bad on sixth place. So we just got to you know keep coaching and keep working and get those things fixed. And that's where you tip your cap to the other team because they took advantage of those six plays. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like sometimes yep. you can get away with one, right? Like it's like, whew, that was close. We, we you know, yep. we got away with one there. But but again, credit to good coaching, good athletic team. They took advantage of those six plays, and that's you know your final score. I will say one more thing too, and then we can move on to our player of the week. Um, the, the interception was exceptional. Like, yeah. I, and I, I apologize, coach. I don't know who that was. Who who made the interception? Uh, it was, uh, Nate Hovest, a junior defensive back for us. Absolutely. Like, I'm like that. He's, uh, oh my gosh. You know, like it, it did not look, it looked like he was completely done and out of nowhere. And actually I saw the next morning, uh, one of the local stations was doing Friday night lights or whatever. And they showed that play because it was an exceptional play, the close and to make that interception. So shout out because that was an amazing play. He really did. Yeah come out of nowhere. And again, that just shows the no quit instead of just, Oh, I got sure. beat. 
you know, that was no quit. So shout out to that right. player because he made a great yeah, play. And, you know, living, breathing example of effort alone can win you games, right? Right. A little bit out of position and just played really hard all the way to the end of the play and made it made a great play for us. Absolutely. Okay. Player of the week. DeBellas, again, sponsoring our player of the week. Who do we have this week? Yeah, this, this week it's uh, Caden Wilson. Caden plays, uh, he plays linebacker for us. Uh, he's a junior. He's uh, a two-year starter for us. Um, you know, in many ways, in many ways, he is kind of the heart and soul of, of our defense. Just a tremendous young, young man, tremendous leader. Uh, currently is, you know, our leading tackler. Uh, on on our defense, he just always he just has that knack that that it uh, that knows for the ball, um, but just a tremendous tremendous leader for us and is playing you know for us within our scheme at a, at a pretty high level right now. There you go. He will receive a ten dollar gift card, and we're moving fast because you got to go to practice. So <laughs> we're moving fast. Uh, congratulations! Ten dollar gift card to our friends from DeBellas. Thank you, DeBellas, for sponsoring our Player of the Week. Uh, next up, I'm going to interview two players. Who am I interviewing this week? Yeah, you'll have senior linebacker uh, Brady Schwederman, and you know Brady is <clears throat> Brady's my kind of guy. He's a throwback kind of guy um you know one of our coaches nicknamed him ab and that just stands for all business uh the kid is the kid is ab he is he is all all business you know he comes he he's he's a punch in punch out guy he comes he comes to work he's he's never on the radar he just comes in does his job and then puts his stuff in his locker says goodbye and then comes back the next day and does it day in and day out um, you know, certainly lucky that he, that he's on our team. And then uh, the other young man um, being interviewed is Lane Sowers. Lane's also a, a returning starter for us. Um, you know, he's we've asked him to we put him in some tough tough spots. You know, had him play playing multiple positions, safety and corner. It just kind of is you know week to week what what the demand is. Um, but it, Lane Lane like Brady, I think they're they're paired up perfectly. They're just kind of throwbacks. Uh, they're just tough, you know, tough, no nonsense, gritty. You know, they keep their head down. They just work. They punch in. They punch out. Um, but they're they're a good pair. They're a good pair this week. But but Lane Lane like Brady is, you know, playing at a really high level. Uh, you can just tell he's just very comfortable. You know where where he's playing, and and we've dealt him a couple difficult hands with. Hey, this week play safety. Hey, this week play corner. And uh, he's he's just been a yes sir, you know, no sir kind of kind of kid. So uh, really really love both of those guys. Let me go interview Brady and Lane, and then we'll come back for the last segment. I'll be right back, Coach. I am so excited to tell you about DeBella's Subs. If you've never had a DeBella's Sub, it literally is the best sub you will ever have. had the pleasure of working with them now for a few years, and I can tell you they have great people, great food, and great bread. It's really good. <laughs> we have used them for lunch, dinner, corporate meetings. I've also used them for our own daughter's graduation party. They're incredible. Go to their website at debellas.com. It's D-I-B-E-L-L-A-S.com. And here's how you get started. You download their app or sign up online and receive $5 off your very first order. You get $5 off every 200 points you earn. And you earn rewards by providing your phone number right at the register or with the DeBellas app. Check them out at DeBellas.com. I'm so thankful that DeBellas Subs is partnered with the Unscripted Collective, but I'm also glad to call them my friends. All right, back for segment two of Cloud of Dust podcast. Why doesn't my guest introduce himself? 
Uh, hello, I'm Brady Sweeterman. I play uh, outside linebacker, and I'm a senior. You are a senior. And according to the coach, you have a nickname. Do you know what that nickname is? Uh, AB, which stands for all business. All business. So tell me all about what, what does that mean? What, where did you get the nickname? Um, well, it first came from our coach, coach T-Rock. Um, after each game last year, I'd always be the first one out of the locker room and ready just to go home and get ready for practice tomorrow. And, uh, I'm not much of a talker at practice. I just kind of let myself, like what I do explain itself, I guess. And that's where it came from. All business. I love it. That's a great nickname. So, uh, let's go back to uh, Friday night, tough game, but, uh, a good, good team. Very good team. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about Friday night. How did, how did you feel, you know, in the midst of that game, they, they were huge and they were fast. I mean, they, that was just a really good team. So what did it feel like being out there, you know, fighting as hard as you guys were? Um, definitely didn't expect them to be that good. I didn't realize their personnel was, I mean, that big, like you said. Yeah. And, uh, they were very well coached. Um, definitely could have done a little bit more preparation um yeah it was a tough loss yeah well i mean again good team so you got to tip your hat at some point and say that they they were a good team and you guys fought i I, you know i I told coach that um i what i saw was a team that didn't quit and i didn't see bad body language i just saw a team that you know was was fighting as hard as they could so um so let's look ahead at bradley or i'm sorry darby um what's it like playing against guys i assume you know guys on the team what's that like playing against guys you know uh yeah i do know quite a few of them i'm actually pretty good friends with a lot of them yeah but uh it's always fun to play them it's a very physical game played right there in the box just run 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 and uh it's pretty exciting but What's it like, yeah. uh, you know, I mean, you said, you know, quite a few of the guys and I, I assume, you know, we, we coach and I are talk about this, but, um, you know, playing other sports together, you're probably on the same teams together. You grew up together, you go to the pool, whatever, you know, you guys have known each other. Yeah. So what do you, you put that aside during the game or, 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 uh, how's that work? Uh, I try to put it aside as much as I possibly can, but there's always that I played with a lot of them in optimist football. Okay. Actually, most of them as well with the kids on my team. And, um, yeah, I try to just not think about that too much and just play how I know to play. Yeah. All right. Uh, you want some rapid fire questions? Uh, sure. Okay. Coke or Pepsi? Uh, probably Pepsi. Pepsi. All right. Skittles or Starburst? Starburst. Chipotle or, uh, Bibby Bob? Um, definitely Chipotle. I've had it about three times this week already. (laughs) That's hysterical. Uh, all right. Who's got the best burger in Hilliard? Uh, I love five guys, although it's very expensive. It's so expensive. I I love five guys. All right. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. What's your favorite social media platform? Um, probably just Instagram. I I realized I spent too much time on TikTok and then. (laughs) just stop going on it it was a problem it's a problem for me too so <laughs> i feel you on that it's, i lose hours I'm, i watch it long enough to where they go hey you've been on here a long time you know it's, yeah and i'll yeah. just scroll right past it and keep going but anyway well good luck man <laughs> good luck on friday thanks for coming on tonight spending Thank a few you. minutes with us and uh just keep up keep working hard and keep being all business my man yep thank you all right talk to you soon 
All right, section two, interview two. Why don't my guest introduce himself, and we'll go from there. Uh, I'm Lane Sowers. I play corner at Hilliard Davidson, and yeah. All right, what grade are you in? I'm a senior. You are a senior. Okay. Yeah. All right, so let's talk a little bit about last Friday's game. Uh, very little bit, but <laughs> it was a tough game. And uh, as yeah. we've said throughout the whole podcast, uh, it, they look, they were a good team, wouldn't you say? Oh, yeah, for sure. They had some athletes. And you said you played cornerback? Yes, sir. So you had to guard, you had to cover. I mean, they had speed. They had tremendous speed in the receivers. Yeah, for sure. So for they, sure. they kept you busy all night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what what did you think? I mean, it was it was tough because, you know, you guys were playing hard. I've said that multiple times now tonight. Uh, Y'all were playing really hard. It was just, you know, they were just a really good team. Would you agree? Yeah, no doubt. Like, our effort's always there. It's just they, they had some athletes on their team. Yeah, yeah. So now we look ahead and we're playing Darby this week. And uh, I, I mentioned this earlier. Um, I have to imagine you probably have friends on the on Darby, right? You you probably know some oh, of yeah. the guys. Yeah. How What's it like playing against your friends? Um, I mean, it's cool, like, growing up with your buddies and then ended up playing with some of them on the same team and then playing them, like, against each other but i mean when the ball's snapped like you don't really think about that type of stuff like you just play the game for sure do you do you guys make any like you know somebody's got to buy somebody else chipotle or is there anything like that on the line before the game or no <laughs> um i mean i've never really done that i'm i'm sure a couple other kids have but not me yeah well, and I'm not encouraging gambling by any means. <laughs> Certainly not what I was encouraging. But, but anyway, no, it's got to be fun playing against your friends. You know, I'm sure there's probably some bragging rights year over year for you know whoever wins that kind of thing. So, uh, that that's fun. So, all right, uh, you ready for some rapid fire? For sure. Um, Coke or Pepsi? Coke. Dr Pepper or Mountain Dew? Dr Pepper for sure. <laughs> Skittles or Starburst? Oh, that's a hard one. Probably Starburst. <laughs> Probably Starburst. Is that what we said? I'm sorry. <laughs> I got off. Yeah. All right. Um, who's got the best chicken sandwich in Hilliard? Um, probably Chick-fil-A. Okay. Pop, uh, so Popeyes or KFC? Have you had KFCs yet? Uh, I've not. Okay. All right. So that that would change your answer. I have a feeling. Uh, <laughs> I'm a huge. It's KFC's got the best chicken sandwich here. I'm just telling you. Gonna... <laughs> You'll have to check it out. Um, yeah. Let's see. Um, what is your favorite social media platform? Uh, um, <clears throat> I'm not really on social media that much. I try and stay away from it as much as possible. But I'd probably go with Instagram. That's that's a consistent answer as everyone else, and I like that you guys are saying, uh, you know, I just stay off of it. That's good. Honestly, it's good. It's a good 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 habit to have. So, uh, all right, man, sure. you're off the hook. That was good. Good luck this week. Good luck in the game on Friday. You know, let's bring it back to Hilliard uh, Davidson, and uh, for sure. you know, I know they're our friends, but let's get this one for bragging rights. Yes, sir. All right, continued good luck this season. Thank you. Thank you. Talk soon. Yep. Bye bye. Yeah. 
All right. Welcome back to segment three. We are going to look at ahead to this week. One question. Uh, and again, I don't know how much we can get into the specifics. How's the team health wise? Because there, there was a lot of guys limping, hurting, uh, you know, and that's football. But but at the same time, yep. how's the team health wise going into uh, the big game this week versus Darby? Yeah, we're we're good. Um, good. You know, we got got the kinks out on on Saturday and, you know, that's that's pretty common, right? You're, yeah. you're, you're not feeling a hundred percent after the game Friday and that's okay. And they just, you know, they do a good job and we harp on them about, you know, rest and hydration and, um, you know, soft tissue type things. And so, so yeah, they're, they're, uh, off, off this week, have it or we're on this week, but they're off to having a great week uh, of practice so far. Good. Okay. So let's look ahead. You guys are two and one and we go right down the street to Hilliard Darby, who is one and two currently. Uh, Like like we said in one of the other episodes, it feels like every game is a rivalry week, you know, a rivalry game because of the different rivalries, but always playing against another Hilliard team. Uh, What's your scouting report for Darby this week? Yeah. So when you, when you watch the film, um, you know, they're, they're doing a couple things, maybe slightly different, but but you know they are they are who they are. They're not changing, and that that is the ultimate compliment to you know Coach Santagata and, and his his staff. They're they are a very difficult team to prepare for uh, because they're they are you know in, incredibly patient and they have an identity and they know exactly who they are and and who they are not, uh, which is also part of your identity. And they they have a plan. They stick to it. Uh, you know, I had a reporter come up to me after the game last Friday and said, hey, you know, uh, here's, you know, the final score, Darby Westerville South. Are you surprised? I said, nope, not one bit, because uh, a John Santagata coached team. And it's so easy as a coach to, to see on film is you look at them week one and then you look at them week three. They're not even close to being the same team. Mm. So they just they just make these, uh, you know, the, just these. The tiny little improvements, you know, day in and day out. And I'm not there, but you can just tell on film. They just, they, they stick to it. They coach it. They don't deviate from the plan and they just, they just hammer it with their kids and their kids absorb it. And their kids just get better and better and better and better week in, week out. So, um, yeah, yeah, fans might like it. We like to run the ball. They like to run the ball, gets everybody home early, but you know, <laughs> usually, you know, uh, uh, a big big game like this it, it, it my opinion um it really just comes down to you know just fundamentals right uh, blocking tackling special teams turnovers don't turn it over it just comes down to just field position just basic fundamental things and typically whoever executes the basic fundamental things better uh typically you know comes comes out on top so let me ask you this because and i don't know if it, it, and i agree with everything you said let me ask you you know, we live in Hilliard. I mean, at the end of the day, the, you know, the, a lot of these kids play on the same summer baseball team or on the same AAU basketball team, or they go to the pool together. They live in the same, not same neighborhoods because of the, you know, whatever, but you, you know, my point, like uh, these guys yep. all know each other. So how much does that play in? I know there's rivalry and I'm sure they want bragging rights, but at the same time, a lot of these guys, they're friends right across the ball from them or, you know what I mean? How do you, how do you, yep. how do you, prepare for that mentally as a coach knowing that these guys are all at the end of the day they are all friends and we are all from the same city but you know what i'm saying is that i don't know if that's even a fair question yeah no it's a fair question it's uh, to me it fits in the category of 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 noise right yeah. like and it's, it's just like stuff on the you know on the outer outer edges of your program and and you hope that none of the 
the noise, you know, makes its way into, you know, your, your locker room and the word, the word I would use, um, you know, it, having coached in this, in this game and, and, you know, it was no different 10 years ago, 15 years ago, like the kids all knew each other. And, but there is, there is that, um, that concept of respect right? and there's, you know, very legitimate respect, um, you know, between the two programs, but, but there is also the increase of maybe some emotions, maybe increase in, in some other things that I just kind of called the, the noise on the outside. So, you know, it's, it sounds cliche. They just kind of like everybody else we play, they just kind of have to be that faceless opponent right. and you got to like dig into the, you know, dig into the, to the film and uh, get your game plan off and running and, and execute your game plan. And uh, you know, all that stuff, you know, that's in that category of noise. I try to remind my guys in a game like this, I try to remind them daily. None of that stuff matters once the ball is spotted right. and kicked off. Right. Like none of that stuff matters. There, there might be things that, you know, lead up to it, noise that leads up to it. And maybe there's a little bit of noise afterwards, none of which affects the outcome of the game. Right. So, so let's just focus on things that affect the outcome of, of the game. So that's usually, you know, usually how, how we approach it. Um, not saying that's the, the best way to approach it, but that's, that's always, you know, just kind of been how we've, we've approached this week. And I like that. I mean, at the end of the day, they, they're, they're, you know, it's a rivalry game, but there's multiple of those, you know, and, and because of the sports nowadays, everybody's kind of meshed together anyway, probably in some other summer, you know, activity. But I like that, 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 you know, you know, once that ball's snapped, it doesn't matter. It, it, everything else is out the window and knowing that from my own kids and playing against their own friends, it's, you know, it, it really, at the end of it, they'll shake hands, probably dab it up, you know, yep. <laughs> take some pictures together on the field whatever it might be but uh i I don't know again kind of random question but i just thought i would cover that so okay so uh particular 7 p.m this friday it's at darby correct it's at darby yes sir at darby we all know where that is just around the corner uh two and one davidson one and two darby big game i mean big game uh, you know, yep. again, you know, I think both teams want to come out of there with a, a win and get either for Darby, get, you know, get the record going the other way for you guys continue to, you know, put on, put together a real good season. So, um, 7 PM Friday, uh, that's this Friday at Darby and, uh, anything else before we get out of here, coach? No, just, uh, yeah, look, looking forward to, you know, whenever we do play these, you know, uh, in town rivals. Um, I hope people do appreciate how special it is from an environment standpoint. For you know, sure. I try to, you know, re- remind my, my guys and coaches, like how lucky you are to, to play and coach in a game with that kind of, of in- environment, because it's, it's, it's not common. You know, we're, we're lucky because it is common when we play each other, but holistically, it's just, it's pretty special. So now uh, I, I do hope, you know, parents, players, fans, I hope they do at least take a moment to just kind of look and, and appreciate how how much support there is, how much pride there is, how much enthusiasm there is, um, you know, and just kind of just highlights our community and shows, you know, what kind of place we live. And it's it's a special, special evening. It really is. And honestly, last Friday was too. I mean, I, I was there early to uh, help with parking and, you know, it's just that constant flow of people. And there was uh, multiple things happening even before the first 
football first kickoff. It, there was things in the parking lot. There was there was tailgating. There was uh, some stuff going on in the school for different groups. And then you, during the game, you obviously did an amazing job of honoring the military, which was so cool. Um, I think there, the middle school was honored. Like there's so much happening. It's not just a football game. To your point, um, yeah. the way that you all are very intentional, and I think our our city is very intentional about this time of season it's really fun like i don't know how you could attend that game and not see that there's a lot of things happening and they're all really really positive it's just good to have everybody back and and uh honoring those that should be honored the military sure the teacher you know it was just it was a great night unfortunately you know the score wasn't what everybody wanted but who cares there was a lot of other things going on and that should not be overlooked that there was still a lot of things to celebrate yeah agreed. agreed awesome all right coach good luck friday we'll talk again next week Sounds good, man. I appreciate it. <laughs> All right. We'll talk soon. Thanks, Coach. All right. Thanks, Sam. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Cloud of Dust podcast with Coach Scully. Make sure to subscribe, like, and share on your social platforms. Also, make sure to visit myunscripted.com to see how our unscripted collective team can help your business too. Until next week, go Cats.